talking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, we'll seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey. hey. It's Catherine. It's Patrick. And this is Seek treatment. treatment, a podcast, a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, forking, eating, and you guessed loving. it, loving. Um, now wow. I just sprang I'm out well. of bed. I'm, I, well. I, I, <laughs> I'm so tired for some reason. I set my alarm for 9.30, woke up at 9.30, then like literally just lie yeah. there for one second. Next thing you know, it's 11.13. Oh, next thing you... Yeah, I, I slept 10 American hours. I came home from the show. We had seek... For those um, for those listening, unfortunately... If you have the unfortunate experience of listening to this, uh, I want to let you know that last night we had seek treatment live. And then I literally got home from seek treatment live at like 9.30 and was in bed, passed out by 10. Oh, that's so good. I know. I'm, was... I'm famously jet lagged, so... I, um, I didn't have that experience. I was like, definitely up late. But still, I don't understand. Like, I think I was in. I think I was asleep by like two thirty. So that would definitely mean I slept for like nine hours, which you would think would be enough. But in this economy, but you know what? I'm back in the mix of. Well, um, I'm glad you said that. Like that, because it's Love, <laughs> Love Island, Island season four. Yes. Play. What's going on in there? Tell me what's going on in there. Um, everyone, everyone, their mom is desperate to fuck Meg Megan. Don't even get me started on Megan. And, um, Megan is the hottest girl who's ever been on Love Island. <laughs> does she do it for you? She does it for me, yeah. She does it for me, too. She's, like, stunned, but also titty. Something about her eyes are so sad that it's hot <laughs> almost. You know what I mean? There's a, sad, there's a deep, deep sadness in her eyes. Which is inherently erotic. To be yeah. sad, to be... And I hate, you know who I hate is the Georgia this season. Oh my god, she's loyal, mate. Yeah, yes. Just I wait. That. Just wait for her. I, I just got to the point where she like exploded. She like went on a date with She's um, so annoying. The kiss. I just like got to the part with the kiss. And I had to like I really need everyone to find out the truth. Oh, is that lying. when she like lied and it's like on camera and she's yeah. like she's like I didn't kiss you, but she like there's a video of her kissing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get I relate to that though. <laughs> <laughs> I relate to Georgia just being like, what? Like, he did it. <laughs> no, she, I think she's also like 14 years old or something insane. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm just... so glad. I feel such relief that I was not a Love Island contestant in my early 20s. <laughs> not that they would never let me on the program because I've had an intense, intense, very dense cellulite since I was 18. <laughs> but um, if I had slipped in there at 17, you never know what could have happened. Because I famously went on a beach trip to Cabo when I was 17 and I got fingered on a lawn chair. And um, Oh my God, really? It was one of the, it was a time in my life where I really felt in my power sexually and I knew that I was suddenly having a way with men. Wait. I didn't know you got fingered on a beach during your 17, but that does sound yeah. familiar. Who, well, who, I had, who I did never it? Had a, who did it? Yeah, who did it for me? Um, I'd never had a boyfriend. I'd never, I don't think I'd ever been fingered before, but um, it was this guy who like went to a different school. Who just happened to be in Cabo at the same time? Well, it was like a Houston high school, like spring break exodus. Oh. It was like a spring break trip. That's a lot like Laguna Beach. 
It was a lot like that. And it was like we were going to, I hadn't, I think I've talked about this. I had an allergic reaction to a mango daiquiri and my face broke out in hives. <laughs> I didn't um, But I, I just kept, <laughs> I was drinking so, so much. So many fruity drinks and little pizzas. And I was just for some reason rail thin at the time. And I remember because I, I told the, the story about the lawn chair. The embarrassing part is that I didn't know it was like cool and hot to be wet. So I like scraped it out and put it on the sidewalk. <laughs> wait, 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 what? I scraped out my wet. <laughs> oh really like i was like oh, what's going on with me i'm so wet and then i just like and i like scraped. what's going on with me what's going on with me i'm so not myself right now i'm so wet i'm so so drenched 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 i'm a little snail girl and so i literally like i have a vague drunken hazy memory of like wiping out the wet and like wiping it on like the concrete next to the lawn chair and then and then getting nice and dryly fingered oh my god <laughs> is that gross i mean it is, but is it too Wait, my son just got, um, yeah, for, yeah, for a second, for some reason, like, um, my, it was weird for me. It was weird for me, too, just then. It was um, weird for you. It was weird for me when I was getting dryly fingered. Um, you know what I'm concerned about? Well. Um, well, you know, I went up to 40 mg's of Prozac because yeah. the, the lady on the computer said that it might be easier to only take one pill. <laughs> and um, The lady on the computer doesn't believe in your ability to take two pills a day. And so, but I also haven't been having any funny ideas mm. or thoughts. And so when I was telling Angela on the Uber, I was like, I think I was saying I didn't feel funny last night. And he was like, and he does blame like everything on medication, but he's like, maybe it's because you're up to 40. So I'm like, is Prozac making me not funny? No, that's not how it works. Also, like, uh, there's just always periods where I don't feel funny and then it comes back. Yeah. But you also were funny last night and you're just being dramatic. You didn't feel a lot funny. I don't feel funny at all lately because I don't do front facing videos. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I can't. Do you think they'll be over? Like, do you think that. I don't know. You would think at this point, like, we've, we've reached, like, the swell has yeah you know, saying, like the wave needs to break yeah the swell of front facing cam comedy videos I, know. I don't know what it is I, I guess that's just that's TV now like there was yeah TV doesn't really <laughs> me saying TV doesn't exist anymore wait so you didn't watch Succession yet no I'm really behind on all my programs I don't really understand it anymore. What's going on with it anymore? <laughs> I'm because I was in Say It With Me Latvia and I'm now kind of crawling out of my post-work depression. I'm behind on my two shows, which are Succession and The Morning Show. I have to watch The Morning Show. Yeah, I it's insane. It's insane, but I love it. I'm like, is this, is this the podcast? Because we haven't said a single thing yet. I don't know. No, I've been saying things. Like, remember I said the thing about being on Prozac. Oh, that was pretty guard. Oh, no. and you said the thing about um, the mango daiquiri. Yeah, I'm feeling unwell. My boyfriend's mom used to not be able to say daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> she always would How say, would you say it? daiquiri. <laughs> <laughs> Before I met her, but like, stop. Anto tells that story a lot. <laughs> it's one of his. It's one of his best ones. One of his icebreaker stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I would lo- okay, I'm finally getting to see my boyfriend after not being apart for like three weeks. He landed at like 7 a.m. this morning, but I haven't seen him yet. When did we part? I have to. I need to know this. One, two. Yeah, almost three weeks apart. That's too long. 
That's really long. I haven't seen him, and he's. I think he probably fell back asleep after landing, which is rude <sighs> to me, but I'm busy all day, unfortunately. I'm jealous of everyone who's asleep right now. I'm getting a tattoo today. Really? Yeah, me and Chelsea. Chelsea. What are you getting again? I'm getting um, my Russian nickname, Katusha. Wow. <laughs> okay. I am. I'm getting a little because so in the well, no spoilers. Maybe I won't say that because it's spoilies. But um, yeah, the in Latvia, I was Katusha, and Chelsea was GLC. <laughs> oh my god! So we're getting it written in like Russian um font, by which I mean it's really awful. Oh wait, my back is hurting wrong, now. Baby? I'm wrong, baby? falling apart. I am between my head, my back. I'm unwell. Um, is that what it's called? The Cyrillic? I think that's what it's called. Yeah, Russian alphabet. The what? Yeah, the Russian alphabet was derived from Cyrillic script. Yes, I'm getting it in Cyril. Um, it looks really <laughs> cute. Do you want to see what it looks like? I'll text it to you guys. Katusha. I just, you know, because you know what, to me, Katusha, it just represented, like, this really alive version of myself that I adore. Um, interesting. Do you like it? Do you see it? I do see it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, I would be surprised if you liked it. So I'm fine with Oh, well, yeah. To me, it's like there's not necessarily to like or not like about it. Because after all, it's just letters. It just is what it is. And for me, it's about it's about me and Chelsea's friendship and an amazing experience that I had. I love that. I love to hear that. I know. I think the tattoo artist is coming to my home, which is iconic. Oh, interesting. And they they're like house calls. House calls because of Cove. Interesting. So but that's why does that like um <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would be helpful to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In terms no, I, of no, I know COVID. exactly what you mean. I was kind of like thinking about it too, but I was like, you know, if I don't have to leave my house, that's awesome for me. Totally. Um, so that's the big plan for today. And then I have like a lunch meeting which is iconic, which is Ra Ra Ugaga. Can I ask who is? Want your bud romance. And this guy, this guy I'm working on this script with. That's cool. A producer type, if you will. Oh my god, they're everywhere. And by working on the script, I mean that I haven't thought of a new idea about it since August, but we've been putting off our lunch for two months, so I'm going to come in hot with not a single idea. Cool. That's cool. That's cool. What are you doing today? Um, work. I have work. Oh, right. You have a full-time job, which I always forget. Um, it'll start a little bit after this ends. It's so crazy to need this, but I need to, like, lie down between this and it. Um, because for some reason I'm like tired. What is going on? I wonder what why you aren't sleeping deeply. I am sleeping deeply. Oh. Oh. What do you wait? What do you mean? I'm just like I feel like I get this way too. I'm like, why did I? I slept so much, but I'm still exhausted. Like, am I not? Oh doing, yeah. Like, am I not sleeping the right way? But that's my whole life is sleeping and being so tired. I know. You know, I googled why do I like have so much deep sleep, and there's something called I think I've already talked about this, but there's something called long sleepers. And I told Brian, I was like, it's not my oh. fault. I'm a long sleeper. What does that mean? You just need more. Some people just need more sleep than others. Like I'm Brian not. can function. He can function on like four or five hours a night. So can Angela. And I need like eight to eleven. <laughs> I literally do too. Or it's like if I'm gonna get like if I get seven, it's the same as getting three. You know what I mean? It's like I'm yeah, I, yeah. You might as if well. I, if I'm not gonna get like nine full hours, then it doesn't matter what I get because I'm gonna be a fucking lunatic. Anyway, I sound so stupid when I talk about my tattoo. I just love it. No, why would you sound stupid when you talk about your tattoo? <laughs> That's a good question. I finally took my medicine that I've forgotten to take for two weeks. 
Now, this is, are you going to have it near, remember you have your triangle tattoo. It's going to go near there because that's now the area that's allowed for me. <laughs> I've broken the seal by getting my triangle tattoo and so that's going to, it's going to be like a garnish. You know, there's something, it's supposed to be very calming, the experience of getting a tattoo. It's supposed to be very like. Yeah. Um, spiritual or something. Someone told me. My ex crush told me that. The tattoo artist. Yeah. So he, if anyone we would don't know. We don't see anymore. It's him. He would. Why don't you see him um, because long eye? No, because um, he's like, not in New York. He was in New York, but he's gone now. I don't know where he is. That can happen. He's friends with the famous person, and he's always like, with "Oh that my person. god, our guest Hi. is entering the chat!" Oh my gosh, y'all! I'm so I'm excited so for our guest today. I just have adored her for years and years and years, and she's years finally and on the pod. Put your ears open for, for Artie, Artie Galapudi. Hi. We have to talk about how cute you look. You look You're wearing a incredible. pink bucket hat. You look Thank stunning. You. All floral mitts for fall. Um, and you're 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 really serving professor on a Zoom energy with these books behind. I know. Like, her wall behind her is just chock full of books. What should I read? Yeah. What should I read next? <laughs> what should my friend read? All I have are just these are like only the few of my books though, because a lot of them are like in my room and like a book in each bag. I th- oh. I think we have um the same bookshelf. Is it from? I think this is IKEA. Yeah. But I did. I did yeah. it wrong. I did. Really what wrong. are the odds? <laughs> I did it wrong. Don't look at it. I look at it. <laughs> Isn't it? looks nothing. The shelves should be straighter <laughs> than that. <laughs> did you want the shelves want to be vertical? Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how are you? Yeah, how are as you? As that sounds. I am doing, I'm doing all right. Okay. I think I'm doing pretty good. Comparatively to the beginning of the year, like now that it's the end of the year, I'm like looking back and I'm like, damn, I'm killing it right now. Um, But like, what a, what a year it's been. So I'm like, I think I'm doing okay. Today I'm like about to go to Jersey. We don't really celebrate Thanksgiving, but I'm going to like stop by my friend, my um, parents' place for like a day or two and then come back. Oh, nice. I'm fine. Are you from Jersey? I am from Jersey. Born and raised in Jersey. I love wow. it. I love it. <laughs> I love Jersey. Do you, you ever go to Just Subs? Do you ever go to Just Subs? The best sandwiches. Not everyone, no. not everyone from Jersey goes to Just Subs. I know it's just like it's like a really fond memory I have. Of going. Where is it? Well, there's a bunch of them like littered across the highways of New Jersey. They're just like these tiny sub shops, and they're like they give you the biggest sandwiches you've ever seen in your life. Wow! No, I I have not gone to Just Subs, but you went to Princeton, Cat, and I grew up outside of Princeton. Oh, so isn't it idyllic? To, uh, we used to go to Hoagie Haven, and yes. let me tell you, the post Hoagie Haven diarrhea was very real for me. Those are foul. They're these sandwiches that like they're obsessed with having like a mozzarella stick and a full pizza inside the sandwich. It's like what are you oh trying my to God. prove? Oh my God. You know what I say? You know what I always say? Cake is the correct response to almost anything in life, but especially so to the question, what do you get for the person who already has everything? Honey, get the milk bar. Ready to win the holidays this year? Take the traditional holiday gift up a notch or 10 with an epic milk bar treat. Master Baker Christina Tosi started Milk Bar in 2008. Perhaps you saw her in Milk Bar featured on Netflix's Chef's Table Pastry Edition, and she's been wowing the world with her unique spin on iconic flavors ever since. Milk Bar is seriously the perfect gift for anyone and everyone in your life. A few of Milk Bar's bestsellers include their signature birthday cake, the salty sweet.
sweet compost cookies. So good. Oh my God. And ooh, my favorite milk bar pie made from a toasted oat crust with a gooey butter filling. And right now, pumpkin milk bar pie and apple cider donut cake are the desserts of the moment. Every milk bar creation is thoughtfully and beautifully packaged, made fresh, and then flash frozen. And they offer fast, even overnight nationwide delivery. I freaking love milk bar. I literally get so excited when someone has those little cookies ready for me whenever I walk in the door. And um, their birthday cake is iconic. They even have a gluten-free one, which I got from a gluten-free friend for her birthday because that's the kind of friend I am. So here's what I'll say to you. Right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. Get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to MilkBarStore.com slash SeekTreatment. You'll get 10 bucks off an order of $50 by going to MilkBarStore.com slash SeekTreatment. MilkBarStore.com slash SeekTreatment. Happy holidays, baby. So wait, now you're in grad school. Tell us everything. Are well, you done? I graduated. I'm done with grad school. I was going to apply to a PhD and then this like crazy pandemic happened. And oh my God. So I don't like, get me started. Li- it literally just derailed everyone's plans. But it also made me realize like, why do I need a fucking PhD? <laughs> I know, because it probably because it feels cool to say. Imagine doctor. Imagine doctor. Doctor. That's so crazy. It's kind of fun to be a doctor. What would you be a doctor of? So, and this is why it would be pointless. I have a master's in performance studies. So, like, I'm my like thing was very project based. So, I was Mm -hmm. doing like, I was exploring how women of color performing can map what a decolonial aesthetic looks like in, at large, like what decolonialism can look like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> to burst she's, out she's laughing. La- she's laughing so loud at what she studied. She's absolutely cracking up at what she devoted her life to. <laughs> I was just like, you're going to get a PhD in like performance and theater studies just to like... Do you have to, yeah. Do you have to have a PhD to teach or can you teach already? I... You know, it depends, right? I feel like if I were like, I don't know, like, didn't James Franco teach at NYU or some shit? Or did he go there? Oh, he he both. (laughs) He both. If if I was in college and you were my cool, like, performance studies teacher, I would be so addicted. It would make me feel like life was actually possible. Oh, my God. I had this this drama teacher in, like, college um, who was weird. End of story. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like so often, like, your professors are, like, 100 years old and haven't actually worked today in their life in the arts. And you're just like, what What do I do after this besides become you? That's just it. You, a living, breathing artist, kind of plopping through campus, being like, hey, would be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I went to undergrad for jazz, like, singing and stuff. And oh, I know, really? Which, no one talks about how you have the most beautiful jazz singing voice. <laughs> I'm like, is she joking? Wait, I don't think I knew that about you. Yeah, She's I went to Club Coming a few times. Yeah, I went to Berkeley College of Music. I'm like just like a wet fart of a person. I'm what? like <laughs> a wet fart of a person because you can sing jazz. <laughs> she can do it all. Like sing jazz and like read and like I mean you know. But I think that I really wanted a PhD. I didn't get it because it would be kind of useless. Like I could teach if I just have more artist experience versus mm-hmm. spending five years in school. Yeah. So do you want to teach? This is like, what's your, do you want to teach? I think I would like to teach. I like, I like teaching. I like writing and stuff and reading a lot. So I feel like mm-hmm. 
I don't know. My problem is my moon is in Gemini and I like to do everything. I was just going to say that. That's your, <laughs> that's your problem. I'm gonna say, you know what your problem is? Diagnosis. You know Giving you a diagnose. I kind of want to, I would love to teach. I, I also like, definitely want to be one of those celebs who like takes an English class when they're really famous for absolutely no reason. Like, but falls. Like you star in Harry, they star in Harry Potter and then they're like, now I need to like go read Lolita in a group. Yeah. <laughs> the second I get done Harry Potter, I'm heading straight to Columbia's campus to read Lolita. Once, to read the- yeah, once I wrap my first Marvel film, I'm going to go absolutely Kurt Vonnegut on your ass. <laughs> um. Academia is like in theory it's so um it's so sexy sexy yeah i know i think that's my problem i'm like wouldn't like life be nice uh wearing like a blazer and teaching right Right. i don't know do you get lonely do you get lonely being like when you're working so much on the academic stuff and you're just like you have to read like 10 million hours a day or do you like it I think I really liked it. At the time when I was in grad school, I was living alone and I was yeah. like, still doing comedy shows almost every night. Right. And I had, and I had an on-campus job and so I was much. like writing and doing all stuff, but I was like so busy that it felt like I was doing something. And then mm-hmm. when everything stopped, like I graduated, all this other stuff happened. And then I, when I was ready to apply for my PhD, I was just like, Ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I read a book a week because I work at a bookstore, and I just amazing. wait. I love your bookstore. You worked at, but I only went there once when I did that show there. Oh, you! So I it, used to work. Oh, different at one. one bookstore. Yeah, I used to work at one bookstore, and then I got pushed out this year. Um, I love that. I love to hear that. Push, congratulations! <laughs> Introducing our latest employee. <laughs> your debutante ball is in the bookstore. Yeah. <laughs> I got pushed out of the bookstore. I used to get like reprimanded and sent to like the basement and they would tell me that like that like my management style was like laissez-faire did they have like a a chamber like he does on you at the basement of the bookstore yeah i can't watch you because it's like honestly kind of weird oh my god wait but now you work at green light right so i don't work at green light anymore that's where i got pushed out oh that's where you got pushed out here i am now i work at now i work at playground coffee shop where's that that's so that place is so great it's in Bedsty, and they have like a bookstore in the back. And so I have one coworker who like is essentially my manager and curates and all this stuff. But I'm the only person who works in the store all weekend. I was reading so much the first so half nice. of this year, and I think what actually derailed me already is that I did stumble upon um, Australian Survivor, which is 50 episodes, <laughs> and that kind of. So be- we gotta we, we gotta do what we can to keep Artie away from Australian Survivor. Oh my yes. god, please keep away from the me. future. Like, ac- <laughs> the future of academia rests on Artie not finding out about Australian Survivor. It is so. I mean, it is so good. I feel like I get sucked into it. I mean, when I was working at the last bookstore, I was not reading like this. Um, you're not allowed to like read books or uh, on the job at my last bookstore. That seems crazy. Yeah, because when I go to the bookstore, like I need like sits. I need there to be someone to be like, I want to be like, what should I read? Like, to be honest, like, I'm so embarrassing. I'm asking and they're like, don't worry about it. Like, I love when people ask me and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, like. I like this and this, but I don't necessarily need to read that. Like, I don't know. What do you think? And they're like, you can honestly read this if you want. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's, essentially, that's essentially what I used to I do. Love I, used to, I used to flirt way more. Yes. I, I feel like everyone walks, in, <laughs> like everyone walks into the bookstore and wants to fall in love. And I want to, like, give that to them. Yeah, oh, totally. Bookstores are so like, romantic. where you go. Yeah. Exactly. What, yeah so what are you reading? 
how do you what are you reading right now do you go through phases where you're like i'm obsessed with this or how do you pick what's next i try to do like one fiction one weekend and then like a more serious like nonfiction the next for like balance oh my mm-hmm. god but you're so i'm like you sound so smart and then, <laughs> you know what i just read a book that i feel like you would love cat what I is think, it a uh, happy hour i'm forgetting the woman the author who wrote it but it's amazing through verso happy hour is about these like girls who are 21 in 2013 in the city and are just trying to like oh. scam their way by and have fun. Wait, that sounds obviously incredible. All thing, especially considering that I think I turned 21 in 2013 in the city. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. It's really fun. I mean, what I that read. That sounds great. I read something more serious this past weekend, but I'm recommending Happy Hour because I'm just like, everyone needs a fun book right now. So if totally. you're a fun girl, Artie would want it, you to read Happy Hour. Exactly. If you're a fun scammer. That is me. Um. I, the last book I read that I really, really liked was um, Acts of Desperation by um, Megan Nolan. Did you like that? I didn't read that. Yeah, I haven't read that. I, I think you to, like it. I'm like trying to get more into fiction, but I'm also like, I think the problem is, is like when I show up to dates and stuff, I'm like not fun. And then I'm like, I have to read more fun fiction so I can like show up and be like, what's up? Instead of You're like, defi- <laughs> you are definitely fun. I'm actually not like, I love, get away with but that. I do love like, that. And <laughs> you know that thought of like, yeah, I'm reading on a fiction right now to be more fun on dates. <laughs> I'm inspired to be more fun. I'm inspired to like, be like a little goofier, but like, because every time I show up, I feel like I'm just like arguing when I like show up to a date. Mm, that's hot though. Um, so are nice. you right so now? So what's going on with your dating Yeah. Life? Give us the rundown. Well, this past year, um, I was hooking up with a coworker who was younger than me. Mm, um, and technically, I was their supervisor. Oh, my uh, God. That's cool. Yeah. It was, it was, <laughs> hey, that's cool. It was pretty fun and chaotic. And then, yeah, they, they you know, they went on their merry little way. Mm. And now I'm just kind of like, can I date? Do I have time to date? Do I like to date? I don't really know. Yeah, I don't like to date. Well, dating when you don't have a crush is not fun. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to like, manifest a crush. If you don't, but don't. I bet. I bet so many hot guys come into your bookshop. No. Yeah. I mean, like a playground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hotties no, abound. I feel. I'm. I'm always like. You know, I feel hesitant to like give out my info, really. But like right. even this past weekend, I like some guy was like text me i'll get you like tickets to this carnegie hall show and i'm like okay uh carnegie but i don't have hall. a crush yeah i think like dating when you're a crush it's like just savor not having a crush because a crush is so like debilitating that's like um, i used to, i it's nice to not have one sometimes i mean i feel like i lost my mind this year <laughs> <laughs> crush got me like absolutely insane like i did not have like any sense of semblance when i was like thinking about this crush like last year this is the person who you were hooking up with at your store yeah and And, like it made no sense was that the person who and was that the store where you got pushed out yeah because you were lazy there yeah and they were also (laughs) trying (laughs) and they were trying to figure out like they basically were asking me like you know it looks like you pick favorites and i was like well how do i tell them that i'm like literally fucking someone (laughs) oh my god Oh my god, yeah. You're like, can oh, I, yeah, ask, I can like, clear this up. I do not play favorites. I'm just fucking only one of my employees. Yeah, I have one favorite, not favorites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, can I ask, like, I need to know if you feel comfortable sharing how it started because you must have been very intense. I think meeting someone in the middle of COVID that you're working with is like really Victorian, okay? Yes. Like, everything was like, you know, we remember, like, I, we would always work with our masks on. So yeah. I remember like the moment oh I first God. saw their face when they were like drinking water. Oh. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and like, 
you know, nobody was like sharing drinks. People weren't touching. So like there was like, I remember a day when like I was like having them help me look for a book and they like touched my hand. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, God. It's Victorian. Have you written about Seeing this? their face when they take uh-huh. their mask off is very like halfway through the first episode of Drag Race when they're all getting out of drag and it's always like a confessional where someone's like, I'm seeing some of these boys and they are cute. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's literally how I felt. And it was like, and I don't think it was even a two way street. I think I'm just somebody who's like, I'm everything's so romantic if you let it, right? Totally. Like, totally. So I was just and then you like, showed a little bit of your ankle or something. Yeah, I literally was just like, I stopped wearing like bras to work. I'd like dress really cute all the time. Ugh, this that's something for. And I just like didn't. I was like, but I'm never gonna hook up with them. I'm just gonna like edge them forever. You're perfect. Because we were just like texting all the time, and then like they asked me out for Valentine's Day, but I didn't think it was a date because I thought they were just like, let's get a beer. They asked you out for Valentine's Day? That's quite intense. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, what are you doing Sunday? I was like, Valentine's Day, I'm working. And they're like, do you want to grab a drink <gasps> on Valentine's Day? And I was like, sure. And then I just kept being like, it's not a date. They're just like, we used to take the train to and from work together because we lived on the other side of the train from each other. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what, why didn't it work? Did, were you ever interested what month in can like. I, ask? I, need, I need to know for some reason. I need to know what season it started in. So they started working last fall. And I remember by Halloween, I was like, I think my coworker's cute. I don't know. And then I got drunk with uh, Melissa and mm-hmm. um, our other friend, Hannah. And we went to the park to go see their rap group perform. Oh, my God. Now I've heard everything. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, they are cute. I don't know about their music. I'm just kind of like. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know about their music. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's cute. And then, like, it just kind of, like, was something that I was, like, feeling but was never going to act on until I don't know they used to just like text me when I wasn't in work and be like I know you're away for the week like I missed you and I was like oh, oh my gosh that's sweet do yeah. they still live across the street from you they live like down the street yeah wait so why isn't it why aren't why can't you just be together I know literally so we had this like manic on and off thing because we're like oh, it's like too intense Oh. And I am about, it's about to be seven years that I'm single in February. So like, you know, I'm someone who's like very slow to make the move of like deciding what I want. And so we had this on and off thing. And then they like hooked up with like a skinny little white girl who's a lot younger than me. And no. they tried to Illegal. talk to me about it. And I was like, I feel weird. They tried to talk to you about it. Like, hey, what do you like in terms of like, like, you know, like as a friend they tried to talk to you about it they tried to be like i think i'm polly because i hooked up with this no, no. conversation and i was like ah! <laughs> wait can i ask like how can i ask about the first kiss like how did it happen oh okay the first kiss is a good story I uh, tell. I it's a really good story i helped them with their self-tape for euphoria Oh my god. Stop it. Okay. Stop it. <laughs> screaming. I'm screaming, 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 bloody murder. So they, they like came over to my apartment. And this was at a time when like no one was really coming over my apartment, right? So it was like they came over, we were like drinking wine and smoking and like eating pizza. And I was like helping them with their fucking stupid self tape. And then we're like on my couch and I'm like stoned and have like my legs across his. And we're arguing over what is the better band to put on a playlist, Queen or Talking Heads. Mm. And like, we're like arguing. And then I just look at them and I go, what are we doing? Oh. <laughs> and they were like, 
you want to make out? And I was like, yeah, let's make out. Oh my god. Oh my god. And I'm 16. And was it electric? It was really fun. It was like, it was really fun. For a long Were time, you queen or talking heads? I was like, I think queen is the better band, but talking heads, like you can always put like a two to three minute song on a playlist. That's great. This is very um, high fidelity vibes. It's very high. Yeah, you're living in a world that is high fidelity in you. You're living <laughs> in that world, and that's the circle you swim in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it really felt like that, and like the ending, like wasn't even. I don't know. So I thought I was having our miscarriage at a certain point because I just start bleeding. No. And then what ends up happening is I actually spent most of this year bleeding and getting tested for cancer. Oh my and, god. Oh my yeah, god. Make things intense. Um I'm so sorry. So Yeah, so like I started bleeding. I'm like uncontrollably bleeding. Like I can't really even like stand certain days at work, which is why oh when they were recommending me, I was like, Oh my I'm god. Thing. So it gets it's automatically intense because we don't know what's happening with my body. I don't have a miscarriage, so, like, they were, like, cool, but, like, what's happening? I get surgery in June. Oh. I'm really, like, sensitive about my surgery because it was intense. So I start talking to them again, and we start, like, sending each other, like, they, like, work at a summer camp every year. I mean, I'm 16. And <laughs> <laughs> I find out I don't have cancer, and but Thank I find out technically, like, I can't carry a child in my uterus. And so I'm getting, like, mad sensitive and we start just I'm like so sorry. sending ass photos to each other back and forth in July. <laughs> uh, med medicinal ass photos. Healing spiritual ass photos. Like they send me one where like they were like there's a tick on my ass and then I send one that's like zoom in and let me know if you find any ticks. You know just like. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Ass photos are fun. There's but, anything uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, already. That's so fucking intense. Yeah, I was bleeding for a really long time. They had to surgically input an IUD because my uterus is, you know, weird shaped, I guess. But Do you have endomech? So that's what they're thinking. And right now, like, it's like, it's just like something that was really intense for the six months while I was getting pushed out of work. While I was oh. with a coworker who ended up hooking up with a white girl. Who's oh white my God. And like, so July, he comes back. We're like, hooking up again kind of trying to hang out trying to be friends and then i was like okay i haven't done this in six years i have feelings for you yeah i haven't done it in six and a half years told anybody that. is this before or after he decided he was poly with the young white girl it was after because we were still hooking up and, okay. so and this is also after your surgery right so you've had this like intense bond yeah oh. so then they're like i don't you know i can't be a partner right now and then the next week they text me uh <laughs> They're like, I decided to be monogamous with this person. <gasps> no. Oh my god. Fuck this. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's so fucking annoying. Oh my god. I felt like I couldn't eat for like three days, and then all of a sudden I was okay. All of a sudden I've like yeah. The past few months, all of a sudden I was like, huh, like I'm fine. They show you know why they showed you who they are. And you believe them when someone and you believe them. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. Is my is what I'm Damn. getting. It's what I'm getting tattooed on my forehead. So when was that? That was end, oh, the end of summer? August. Fuck. So now you're now. So now you're you're part, part two. Yeah. Now you're part two. Now I'm now I'm like honestly, I don't even have any like bad feelings towards them. I literally was just texting them yesterday about Bruno Mars. Mm. <laughs> like I feel fine about it. I also am like they're deeply twenty five. Like I edited their resume and 
was like, oh shit, you graduated college in 2019. No. That's intense. That's really crazy. That's crazy that people who graduated college in 2019 or 25. I'm literally one of the oldest people living and breathing and working in New York. When someone shows you that they're 25, you have to believe them. Yeah. You have to believe them. 20? Are you 30 yet? I'm 30. Cool. Yeah, me too. Hey, me too. I already remember that you were the first, um, you were my first time I ever coached in private. You were in the group. Remember? Oh, shit. Was I good or bad? You I were mean, good. I, was- I thought you were really funny. <laughs> I was oh I got God. a lot of bad notes for improv. Someone once told me that my base reality is off from everyone around me. Oh my God. <laughs> that's a, I'm like, I think that's a compliment. Don't you feel like we've lived like so many different lives in, in New York City? A hundred percent. I feel like that all the time because like I was talking about this with my therapist. Shout out mm-hmm. Deanne. Um Deanne. I was like, it's weird to like tell someone your feelings for them and feel really close to them. And they have not known people in your life that will never be able to like have, like, I was like trying to explain to them who like Ryan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like is in my life. And I feel like now I'm really good at verbally explaining it to the point where when it was Ryan's birthday earlier mm-hmm. this year, um, just for listeners, my best friend who passed away, like this person like got food delivered to my house for me. Right. That's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, and I'm like, I think I'm getting really good at like using my words because of therapy and all this shit. But it also makes me sound like I've had like 100,000 lives. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, that's beautiful. Yeah, I really loved your friendship. Um, with me Ryan. too. He's, he's amazing. He's like, just like such a goof, and I feel like that's also why I'm like, I love a bad date. Like I love the story. It's so yeah, funny. Yeah. But, like, it's not fun right now. I can't, like, nobody wants to, like, lean into, like, being funny. Like, the other night I went on a date and the people next to us brought a parrot into the Stop <laughs> it. No. Yeah. No. How come they did that? I don't, I, know don't know. With, I don't know about people with birds, I have to say. I don't know about that. That's like Monique and Potomac had a um, parrot for a bit. <laughs> they live a for long a bit. time. They live a really long time, though. You should write a book, Ari. How long? Do you want, how long do, is long? Do you want to write a book? And how long is long? How okay, so long is like the parrot was twenty-seven. No. No, no. So the parrot like is in their prime. Yeah, exactly. I was like, the parrot can rent a car. And <laughs> yeah, the parrot like might might be finally moving into their own apartment. <laughs> Don't even come started you. I went to LaGuardia Airport to try to rent a car and was told no on Saturday. Why, Why? Don't you have a credit card? Because I don't I have a credit one. card, and you need a you can't use your debit card for some reason. No matter. Do you know? want a debit card more like? I, I know it's like take the hold, take a huge hold if you want. Is what I was trying. Hold it all. But they were really hold upset it. with hold me. They were really upset with me there that I didn't have a credit card, and they were really upset that I just even was there that I had the gall to come without a credit card. Oh my god. So, you gotta apply to a credit card, Pat. I know. I have to get a credit card. I think I have begged. Credit. I actually just got declined for one. I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> I'll I'm always like, remember when I got declined for the Old Navy credit card and the man on the Old Navy counter said it was the first time he's ever seen it happen. He said it, he said it had never ha- he'd never seen it before. And I was like, I'm sorry. At Old Navy? That's crazy. He didn't even tell me it was oh a credit card. He was like, do you want... He what actually, did you want to buy? He, no, no, no. I did buy. I didn't want to buy. I did buy a couple of new shirts when I was going to be a temp gay receptionist. And... He was like, what's your, he's like, do you want this card? But he didn't say credit card. Like he made it sound like it was like loyalty program. And I was like, of course, I always shop here. 
And he was so he, but then he had me, he had me type in my social, and I was like, "This is an interesting loyalty program." And then he <laughs> was like go, going off because I was going to get twenty five percent off. That's why I signed up. I was going to get twenty five percent off if I like signed up that day. Classic. And Classic. then his face like dropped, and he was like, "Oh my god, I've never seen this before. You actually can't, you can't have this, and you never can have it." And uh, you gotta break that. You gotta break that glass ceiling. Yeah. And then he goes. He goes. He's like, "What I can do is give you a ten percent coupon to banana." And they said, "Okay, I'll have it." <laughs> banana is like weirdly overpriced. Is what I'll say. Why is yeah. it overpriced like that? Yeah. I literally was at the mall with my mom a few months ago, and I was like, "Why is this plain ass T-shirt?" Banana, yeah. Banana thinks it's like couture. Banana thinks it's theory. Banana yeah. thinks it's like theory. Banana <laughs> thinks it's the row. Yeah. You know what I'll say about Old Navy? No matter my, never, no matter what shape my beautiful body has been, I've always been able to find an item at Old Navy. And we yeah, have to same. Yeah. Especially their swimsuits are amazing. We have to shout out. <laughs> I feel, I feel that size inclusive. Where did you get this beautiful sweater that you're wearing? I thrifted this. Oh heaven. Yeah. A lot of my, that. a lot of my like weird little articles of clothing are from this like warehouse thrift store in Jersey. So I'll like buy them and then like get them all adjusted because I feel like I'm the older I get, the weirder my body shape is. Oh, mine's absurd. The shape is absurd. It's absurd. I'm like, how can I be a smaller? Me? I don't know what I am. All I know is that if I like the color or something, or I'll be on like Depop and be like, okay, this is cool. But I know I'm scared to get too into Depop because I can just see the hours I'm gonna waste. Um, it's, it's, it's I'm really bad at shopping. The second I start shopping, I get so anxious and just like it really just triggers me so deeply because nothing ever fits the way it's supposed to. And then I always get into this like spiral where I'm like, why can't I just be shaped like essentially a mannequin or like one of like it must be so nice to go into a store and be able to just try things on and like have things fit you. You know what I mean? I get really caught in this like spiral thinking about that. And I get so I feel hot. I feel physically hot. Like, like I'm like shutting down. It's really bad. I, I really can't shop. And then if I'm system malfunction. If I'm with Angel, he'll always want me to try on one more thing. Then I'll, I'll look down and I'll like snap and then then I'll and then I'll shout. And it's never a good experience. It honestly, until I started going to this like warehouse in the middle of Jersey, because like everyone who's shopping there, they're just regular Jersey people. Totally. I feel no pressure. I like what I do. What I usually do is I eat an edible and have my mom drop me off and then pick me up <laughs> and then pick me up at the Wendy's next door. Oh, oh um, my god, that sounds like that heaven. Sounds like a perfect day. You know, it's a have, perfect like... day. Wait, wait, are Nothing's you? We, we, can, we can we can bleep it. We can bleep it. But what's the warehouse called? I just I'm curious. Oh, it's just unique thrift, and it's yes, so. Big. I have been there. It's fucking amazing. It's huge. It's great, and like they have like a bunch of like bric-a-brac. They have like all this like chest tapes and all this stuff you know i also think like on mondays or something they have like an even bigger discount mm-hmm. i've gotten some really good stuff there it's good it's really nice. good and it's like it doesn't make me feel weird about what size i am it's very like this is a wild print i'm just gonna like get totally. it adjusted. yeah i don't really have like an aesthetic and i don't really have a fashion sense like i'm always just trying to blend i just want to wear something that will help me just blend into the rest of the world do you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah then i guess yeah. that's your that's your aesthetic. I guess that's my aesthetic, huh? Mine's huh, like, what, what, can, what outfit can I wear that lets everybody know that I work at a bookstore? <laughs> <laughs> mine's like, yeah, mine's like, I want everyone to think I'm interesting, but also fuckable. <laughs> you know what I realized? You know what I unpacked 
the other week, I was like, why is my biggest fear in life not being fuckable? Oh my like, God. Why is, that, why is that the most insulting thing to me? Which is insane because of course, of course, certain people aren't going to want to fuck. Yeah. But I'm like, if they don't want to fuck me, it's, like, it's a reflection on my character. I, can't, I feel that. So, you know, we did a show yesterday already. And after the show, so I met someone at the show and I felt comfortable leaving this in. And Catherine was like, this person's friend said he wants to fuck you. And so, I, of course, even though I'm partnered in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. I still went to my phone to find this person in their follow in the person who we are mutual as followers. And he was cute, but he didn't follow me, I realized. I think he's probably um, intimidated of you yeah. because so, you're the star on the stage. No, he didn't yeah. even follow me on Instagram. Yeah, I think he's probably intimidated. To, you don't not follow someone on Instagram. I follow Selena Gomez, for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, you'd be surprised, the people who have made the choice not to follow me. I know, but I'm just, I don't think that's a sexual... You don't not follow someone because you're sexually intimidated by them. That's all the more reason that you do follow them. Because then, like, some people, like, don't like to see the person that they're attracted to on their feed and things like that. Mm. I don't know about that. I guys. also think because you're so you're so visibly partnered, I think it's like, what's the point? I know. Mm-hmm. I, I think when I was growing up, one of the big things that I thought was if I had any body hair at all, nobody would ever fuck me. Of course. Like, I used to wax, like, my arms and my back. Oh, my oh God. that's so tough. I, I want to give little Artie a hug. It was so bad. I used to be like, you can't get tattoos if you have hairy arms. Like, all these things of, like, my body hair. I remember in middle school, this girl looked up at me and stares at me and goes, were you born with just one eyebrow? And I, like, broke out crying because I, like, was just like, my hair. (laughs) And, like, I thought I would never fuck. But, like, growing up, I'm like, "Eh." most cis men, at least, cis straight men, are going to do missionary lights off anyways. They're not going to see the body hair. It's fine. Body hair is so sexy to me. Like guys and girls. Like I love like a bush. I love like oh like a hairy chest. Yeah. For some reason I always yeah. think about this guy who I hooked up with, um, who was very missionary lights off, but he was really hot. And I was like, why is he insisting he wouldn't let me turn the lights on? And he was, I, I'll always remember this. He was visiting New York on a business trip, which is so hot. I was like, saw him at Barracuda in um, Chelsea. And I was like, it was during my like wild days. And I was like, hadn't slept in days. And I was like, hi. And went back to his, like Airbnb. And he was insistent upon missionary. And he was insistent upon lights off, which was so interesting to me. Oh, I hate lights off. I know. All the lights off. I was like, like, if anything, I should want lights off here because, you know, but he wanted lights off. So I don't know. I I wish him the best. I think about him often, even. It was a hot hookup, Mm. even despite everything. Even despite everything. I love that. If the person I'm fucking isn't like screaming about how much they love it, I'm like, this sucks. (laughs) And it has to be like fun and funny. Like, that's, I think, where I got like two in my bag with this person this year because like Mm. it was fun and funny. I got to like make jokes through it. Like, at one point, I like we were in my room and I caught like my reflection in the window and I started laughing and he was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, <laughs> "You know, like I just know that therapy's working because like I'm not traumatized looking at my ass." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you famously have a great ass. I just I did not know until literally yeah. until like, therapy. And that's why everyone should be in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Artie, now is now is the portion of our show where we ask you just one quick question: hmm. Who were you? Who are you? And who do you want to be? Okay, so who I was, was a very nervous varsity cheerleader in high school. Varsity cheer? You can multitudes. Completely 
self-hating. Um, who I am is... But, but wait, wait, wait. Let's just dive into that really quickly. What was cheerleader at your school? Because cheerleader is one of those things that, like, mm-hmm. in media, cheerleader is, like, um, something. It's very, like, 1950s, like, I'm at the game, and I'm, like, very sought after. And then sometimes cheerleader, it's, like, we're athletes, first and foremost. And it's, like, that's our vibe, and we're kind of, like, the jock. We're the the jocks of the bunch. And sometimes cheerleader is just, like, I fucking love my school and won't die for my school. So what was cheerleader? your school is so scary. (laughs) It's just a building. (laughs) It's just a building after all. (laughs) (laughs) What I want to tell the cheerleaders is your school is just a building after all. <laughs> I think the cheerleaders were like my friends were like the very like cute like cool girls that yeah. I was friends with. Like, there, we were also like most of us were also on like the dance team. You know, we were there. Like, we go. That that's we're, like, helping. We're athletes, but like we're kind of cute and like what's good. All my friends were like, I was friends with a lot of white girls who were like cool girls, and then I was kind of like, and Arthi, she's funny, right? And there's like. <laughs> wrong with that but I remember like having crush like being fucking boy crazy because I will be oh. like you you know even as like a bi person when I use boy I like mean it like as like yeah. I'm like I'm like love crazy all the time yes. like, have a crush and I was like that in high school but no one my first kiss was at math camp and the, he he broke up with me to go to rehab for Oxycontin you know oh what my I mean? god. like oh my god that's kind of like, I know I'm like why is that hot <laughs> I have it's like he's good at math, but he's also like it's like he's smart, but he just got like stuck. Like it's not his fault. Like, exactly. Like he's yeah. I mean, if anything, he's too in tune with his body. <laughs> well, because yeah, as someone who was hooked on oxycontin, I can speak. But I think that um, it's also kind of like wow, like he's his brain is so powerful in terms of math that he like has to quiet down his thoughts with these oxy mm, for a he second. Has he has to numb out because he's that like in love. I when he gave me his can of axe spray. Oh um, my god. Axe is... How old were you? What, what what year was this? This was the year I turned 16, so it was oh, one of the youngest ages. 7. I um you know, it's funny. I um axe is really erotic to me. But in a scary way. Axe is really scary <laughs> but erotic to me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? As someone who grew up in New Jersey, like, because I grew up in Long Island and Axe. It's hyper-masculine, I feel. Well, fear. Axe was where, like, it's after gym class, people are putting their uniforms back on. And, like, I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, everyone's kind of hot. And everyone's covered in Axe except for me. I'm the only person not in Axe. And um, I'm scared, but I'm attractive. That's where Axe yeah, yeah. brings me to. Yeah, it was, it was, when he broke up with me, I lit it on fire. Oh, my God, did that, like, make, cause an explosion and it caused real damage to the ozone layer yeah definitely we're experiencing climate change because i went through a bad breakup in 2007 (laughs) (laughs) the power that that has (laughs) so wait did you end up dating in high school more no nobody ever wanted anything to do with me until it like sexually i would say um until like right after i graduated i ended up dating the summer before i went to college um a little Japanese boy who sat behind me in AP statistics. Uh, Where's he now? Dave Montgomery. And then, well, I think he, I don't know where he is actually, but we broke up because he took me to see 500 Days of Summer and I said, I'm kind of like Zoe Deschanel. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Never take a girl to see 500 Days of Summer because they'll think, they'll walk out thinking they're Zoe Deschanel and they're going to, they're going to break up with you. 
I think everyone here knows that when I went to see that movie, I was having such a subconscious, um, terrifying fear of leaving for college that my jaw kept locking in the, during the whole movie. And I thought I was dying because my jaw was like locking. And my parents were like, I think you're just nervous about going to college. And I was like, I'm not nervous. I'm not nervous. I'm excited. I'm not nervous. And my jaw is like. <laughs> That's my connection to that film. My connection to that Days of Summer was there was a girl on the cross country team who's, um, grandmother passed away and so me and my friend and um my hashtag girlfriend went to her house to go to like the funeral because like she was like a friends with with the girl whose grandmother passed away and then we like were all watching and we slept at her house and we were all watching a 500 days of summer on a futon after the funeral and i fell asleep during it because it was boring to me wow i ultimately would go on to come out as gay <laughs> that's a rich rich sense memory every one of my childhood stories ends with and i ultimately would go on to come out as gay <laughs> so then you were in high school your cheerleader and then did you were you like i'm gonna audition did you audition for like a bunch of music schools or how did that work yeah so i had like since i was like seven i had been like studying classical music and like opera wow. at like westminster choir college and so my parents were like it's gonna look good on your resume for when you apply to an ivy league uh, but then suddenly I was like, I kind of like this performing thing. I used to come into New York and go to shows all the time. Like I would see like Sonic Youth like every year, like shit like that, that I was just like, I want to do something involving music and performance. And my parents were like against it, but they were like, if you get into the schools, then we'll have to consider it. Yeah. And so then right. I ended up getting into Berkeley and I like freaked out because I was like, it's like the best one, isn't it? I mean, it's like pretty well known. And like as a high schooler, like, People, like, I didn't think I was going to get in, like, not, a lot of people didn't, like, I just didn't have the experience for it, but I got in, and then I went, and then as soon as I went, like, I feel like I just, like, did a bunch of shrooms, smoked a lot of weed, and then just, like, kind of, like, shifted a lot of things about me, like, I'm not friends with a lot of people from high school, because I think my ideals are very different than, like, Central Jersey, uh, yeah, white girls, who, there's nothing wrong with that, it's just, like, I don't know. I think a lot of people thought I was like hooked on drugs because I did like shrooms like three times. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'm just like, you know, like just like trying to find another world, man. You know. And you did. You did. And in improv class, you learned that you had actually access to another reality. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you I'm like, you succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And so, was music school like? Well, were you like in a band? Like, what was the vibe? Was it just like music school? Was like your first day there. You would take, you would go do a proficiency. So you would sing a song, and then they'd rate you one through eight. Oh my god, that's horrifying! Horrifying. If someone I tried like... to rate me one through eight, I would be like, "Don't do that." <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. There was like a lot of fun people. Everyone was like definitely a character. Like it was the first time in my life I was like openly talking about the music I liked. Um, I was the first time I was sexually desired. Like my first semester there, every party I went to every weekend, I would hook up with at least one person. Like, oh my yes. God, that's incredible. What a rush. Just like, I was like, I'm making out, like I'm making out like in bathrooms in the middle of like Boston. Like, it's just like, it felt really romantic. Um, but then halfway through school, I, I met my boyfriend at the time who went to Harvard and like drove a Mini Cooper and like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Wait, how did you meet him? Because how did you meet? What is the vibe of Mini Coopers? Most importantly, it just was like a funny car that like he would like come out. He was like wearing short shorts before it was like really cool, you know. Like, yeah, he was just kind of like someone who like 
read as queer and I really was like, I think I'm, I'm into that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he was, he, we met at a New Year's party because he was rolling cigarettes on the fire escape. Uh, and I was like, this guy's kind of cute. He's like hand rolling these little cigarettes. And I was just like, kind of bullied him a little. And then we kissed and then he threw up and got alcohol poisoning. And then I gave him my number. Because I was helping. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and then I gave him CPR and resuscitated him back to life and said, be my boyfriend. Now that you're alive, now that you're alive again, be my boyfriend. Exactly. <laughs> it was touch and go there for a while, but now you're my boyfriend. And so I, I, like, <laughs> trapped him. I trapped him by like helping him when he got sick. So but, Wait, wasn't that like super long dust because he was at Harv and you were at Burke? No, because I would I worked at the American Apparel in Cambridge, not to humble brag. You know, wow. Wait, where is Berkeley? It's That's impossible. So oh, I'm thinking of Berkeley in California. I'm so embarrassed. No, no, no. I know. It's different. It's different. Oh, I didn't know about that part. Yeah. Um, so how long did you date this person? Um, well, I graduated college a year early. And so it was a very not that long relationship in the grand scheme of things. Like, I think it was like a year and a half or so. That's really long in college. Yeah, but when you're in college, that's so intense. Yeah. I know. A year and a half is long. Were you in love? I think I was in love. I think. The thing was, I was a virgin up until my second semester of college, and then, like, mm-hmm. this guy put something in my drink Ugh. and had a really traumatic experience. Oh, my God. But then this guy was so nice, the person that mm-hmm. I was dating. But I was also, like, I want to feel, like, sparks. Like, I want to feel crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, he didn't, make me feel, he didn't make me feel crazy, which at 20, you know, you want to feel a little crazy. As they would say on oh, Love yeah. Island, you want to feel like, you want to rip the clothes off. Like, you want, you want. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Another thing that they keep saying on Love Island this season I'm watching is that they haven't been saying before is I, I still I still rate you as a person. Like I definitely rate you as a person, <laughs> but like it's just I don't one through eight. I, I don't want to rate maybe clothes all. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, and I wasn't feeling like that. So then I moved to New York. But you still rated him as a person. Yeah. Whatever that meant. <laughs> and then when you got to New York, like how did you fall into the comedy world? Well, I initially got into another relationship, like, right away, and it was really bad. Do I know about that one? Is that one I know about? I think, yeah, because as I was, like, leaving, basically, the reason why I moved in with Ryan and Julian was because I wanted to make a plan of, like, how can I leave this relationship, like, very dark. Yeah. And put it in a dark place. So I took an improv class, and I hated it, but then I was like, I'm going to see where this goes, and I took a second one, and then I met Ryan. And I was like, I fucking hate this kid. He's so fucking corny. He's like, like, <laughs> wearing like little polos and being like mad excited. Like he's like sending me <laughs> like he's sending me messages like you're so funny. It's so fun. And I'm like fuck Aww. off. And then I go into my third improv class, and on the first day, Ryan's there like, hey. And I'm like, <laughs> like why is he here? So cute. So then we just became like really close. And Ryan was someone who was like, you should just write your own stuff. You should just hear your own stuff. Yeah. Totally. Like, that was it. You just need, like, one person to support you, I feel like. Yeah. That late quote, there's that one person. It takes, like, one person in the it's audience. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So. Lady Gaga always says there can be 99 people in your improv 301 class, and only one of yeah. them needs to think that you can write <laughs> your own stuff. Yeah. yeah. He literally was that. Like, he was, like, oh. someone who was, like, oh, you do know how to sing. Because I was, like, I don't sing anymore. Mm. Um, but I was like, he was like, you do know how to sing. You do know how to do all these things. And he would just like literally be like, your jokes about assault are funny. Like your voice is important. Yeah. So it kind of just like took off from there. It's like a very, it's weird because like I'll talk to people and be like, 
you know, it didn't help me leave an abusive relationship, but the friends I found through that helped me like know that I could leave a relationship. Totally. Mm -hmm. And when people are like, and comedy saved you, I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. If, oh, please. If anything, it destroyed me. <laughs> but the people, yeah. Comedy made me very unwell and still does. But like, yeah. So that is how I landed in comedy and like literally just having someone be like, Everything you do is great. You just do whatever. Yes. Yeah. And then were you were you writing poetry like all throughout that time period? Or was that like always a secret passion? So, I mean, I'm always like reading shit. But one of the things that sparked it was one time Brian emailed me a list of everyone he had slept with. Uh -huh. I, I replied back with everyone I had slept with. And then I was like thinking about everybody I've ever kissed at that point. So I used to write little poems and like read them. <laughs> my apartment to describe each like scenario that happened oh yes and then it just like kind of spun out into being like oh actually like i i like writing poetry i'm gonna keep doing it but yeah it literally started with the list of being like let's talk about who we fucked which is why i'm so like deranged because i'm like <laughs> everything like i need to feel like a little manic about something i like totally oh, totally no me and my best friend from college she and i have a shared google doc of everyone <laughs> we slept with with little notes about them just like a word or two and it like it's so it's so nourishing to share. Yeah. That. Isn't one of them like isn't one of them like choked on a pretzel? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, this guy. No, this guy said like his. This like isn't funny now, but he was telling me like about how his dad died or something because he choked on like a pretzel, and I was like, I have to go home. Oh my god! Look, <laughs> um, no, I wish him. The, I wish him the best. My favorite. I couldn't, I couldn't tell if he was joking. If his dad actually died from choking on a pretzel. I don't, it was 2015, it's all a blur. Yeah, the humor then is different. I Pretzels mean- were not safe back then. Pretzels were not safe back then. Not safe, yeah. and now they are. I mean, I love telling date stories. My favorite one ever is like two years ago on Christmas Eve, a guy threw up on our first date because we split a bottle no. of wine. And then he yeah. took a shot after. And then we rematched on Tinder like a month ago. And he was like, hey. And then I sent a bunch of puke emojis and he goes, you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> that's sweet that's honestly yeah like okay. for some reason. ship you and that person i ship you and that person yeah, um, sometimes i feel like guys are like aren't human but then when you hear that story i'm like oh guys like are human like me <laughs> like how i am straight guys straight guys um now and now already you know who are you now who is who's is this person that sits before me today um let's see i am i feel like i am someone who I like describe myself more as like a writer and performer than just a comedian. Yeah. Cause like, I love doing stand up, but like, I don't know, I'm not going to like the clubs and doing stand up, you know? Yeah. I don't want to like, when I did my hour recently, <clears throat> I don't want people to walk in thinking it's going to be like joke, 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 joke. Right. Totally. Where did you do and your I, hour? I did it at Union Hall. I'm going to cool. do it again at the end of January, but it's basically how it maps like having suicidal ideation and like how we move through that wow i want to see that oh, i want to see it i know yeah, I it's like come. poetry and music and it's like i'm definitely it's very, fine it's and i love your um your really cute friend who played with you at club Common. Alex. <laughs> is he part of the show yeah he's in it he's my best you guys friend are amazing school. together wait <laughs> i know it's crazy who is that did you meet him pat he's like this really cutie I don't think everyone I thinks he's very hot uh, i wait. always am like my hot friend Alex. Um, is he? What's his? What is? Is he gay? Um, I I feel like he's just out of a relationship, so I feel like he's like in an exploratory phase. So I'm not really sure what he's identifying as anymore. Cool. But he's he's definitely a cutie. He's super nice, and I like literally make fun of him all the time because he's so crunchy granola y. 
Like, <laughs> Pat's like, does he identify as wanting to be with me? Or- <laughs> does he follow me? Does he follow me or is he too sexually intimidated by me? <laughs> we have a pact that we're going to have a test tube baby together. Oh, fun. Oh, wonderful. A baby, a very beautiful baby. Stunning. Yeah. Um, but wait, I'm show, actually really excited was, to see that show. I really want to see it. That sounds yeah, let, really good. Let me know. I mean, it's gonna. It <clears> went. <throat> it went. And honestly, I've never been able to say this about my work ever, up until this year. But like, it's like the best like writing I've done in a really long time. Wow. And I feel like I feel like I'm like finally confident to sing. It ends with like us covering a song by Ryan, and oh. it's like a really really special show. But it's also and it is really funny. But. I, I don't want to like be like pigeonhole myself into being like every time you see me you're gonna just like laugh 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 totally i think there needs to be levels and that's okay so that's how and i i don't know like i love the bookstore i work at now i like love the work that i do i definitely like have never smoked more weed in my entire life than this point (laughs) like i just like don't i just don't care about a lot of the things that used to hold me back like after going through like a debilitating crush and then like physical debilitation this year Ah. i'm just like whatever i'm just gonna just mad goofy and i'm just gonna like try yeah (laughs) yes like enjoy your life yeah and what is um your dream like what do you want to do truly if you can invent it i feel like what i want to do is i want to i like i'm like manifesting book deal 2022 you should write you should absolutely write a book I'm like manifesting it you know I've been like working on this pieces of work for so long like I'm manifesting that shit I'm also like I want to get to the point where like I don't have to always be working retail part time. yeah even but, like just hearing you tell your story of like this year for you like I feel like I could see it in as like even a novel like a some fictionalized version of it or a nonfiction. but like I feel like I could see that book of of the a year in this person's life you know what I mean I literally when I was watching High Fidelity, I was like, someone needs to write something about this about the bookstore. Like, I have so many obsessions. Yes. The first day I saw the boy's mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. snaggled tooth, right? Like, just, like, dumb romantic shit that I'm like, I know I'm not hung up on them. I'm hung up on all the cool writing that I could do through that really um, formative experience. Yeah. And going through, like, health oh. stuff during it. Like, I don't oh. know. There's, it just... the phys- I know the physical manifestation of, like, how crazy everything was is so our bodies are insane. It's so insane. I was like, you're not going to be with this fucking 25-year-old who lives with five out of the seven members of their rap group. Oh, my like, God. I know, but at the time, you were like, yes, I am. Right? <laughs> I like, in some capacity, I am. Dinner, no glassware. They didn't have any. We were drinking out of red Solo cups, which is fine, but it was just like, how old am I? Like, yeah. I, can't, I can't be doing But I for- feel like, yeah, the whole world, like, shut down, and so any kind of rules about that just felt ridiculous. And they still do. I'm like, who fucking cares? Fucking cares. I'm just... What am I supposed to do, like, have a baby? Are you joking? I'm so not there. Exactly. So um, as long as I can, like, keep diving in, and I think that's, like, everything that I'm, like, working towards now. Like, even having, like, difficult conversations with friends being like, hey, here are my boundaries. I still love you. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I've never been able to do that until now, but, yeah, I think who I want to be is just someone who, like, keeps doing shit that makes me laugh. Like, I literally was going to leave a date and then somebody brought in a parrot and I was like, fuck it. I'll have another drink. Like- <laughs> <laughs> the, pa- the, the parrot, uh, the parrot question. Um, is it time? Should we do, that. um, do you, yeah. do you feel crush of the week? Crush of the week? Does that- do you have a crush of the week? It could be a person place thing idea. Mm-hmm. Let's see my crush of the week. Um, okay. I would say 
Uh, I've been looking at like a lot of like Kid Cudi wearing like all these like beautiful dresses and like hair mm. cool colors. And I feel like that is, Kid Cudi has been like my crush for a really long time. But I just feel like he posted this photo of him last week in like a wedding dress and like heavy eyeliner. And I was like, I think that's like the physical manifestation of my bisexuality. Like that <laughs> is, you know, like there's like balance. And that's what I'm trying to like manifest in whoever I have a crush on next to of like, of that sort of like, I believe in whatever gender I am, very sturdy, and like I'm gonna wear a fucking wedding dress to like a party I'm throwing for like whatever reason. Yeah, that's incredible. It's very sexy. The confidence is very sexy. My my crush of the week is um, hot producer Allison and Lola because I was really down and Allison cheered me up, and then we got Lola, and I feel like she's gonna bring so much joy into our lives. I love that. My crush of the week is the person who is friends (laughs) with your friend who said they want to fuck me, but also just don't follow me on Instagram. Oh, I love an unrequited crush for you, Pat. Yeah, me too. It's fun. It's fun to have something to think about. Keeps things fresh. It does. Oh, you know what? I was texting my friend. What was she saying? She had a crush on someone, and she said, um, what did she say? She was like, uh, the world has to keep going round and crushes are the glue. Wow. That, <laughs> I was that, like, that is so beautiful. That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, and I know. She's a genius. Do you guys feel hot today? I am. Um, I, I actually think I look randomly like, I know I look kind of grungy, but I feel really beautiful. I sprang I out of bed to get here and I don't feel like 1000% awake, but I think I feel fine. I think I feel fine. Wait, you know, you know what I have to tell you, Pat, is I... As a, as a statement and a comment on what you were saying last night, I slept in my little nightgown. Oh, cool. I wore this nightgown to the show last night, and I was like, I'm wearing pajamas. And Pat was like, yeah, I feel like ladies like used to sleep in things like that. And I'm like, I should bring it back. So I, slept, <laughs> I, I love that. This, like, sexy little slip dress. Just oh, wow. That is, is honestly, that- you need like a faint. Do you probably have a fainting couch. Do you have a fainting couch? <laughs> in, in, my, in my mind. I have a normal couch that I faint on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Artie, do you feel high today? Um, I think so. Are you I feel, looking crad? I love this I, look. Yeah, you have a really good you have a really good vibe about you right now. Yeah, I feel pretty good. I feel like on the up and up. I feel like good. I'm happy this year's ending. Um, you know, I'm gonna probably you know buy a new wallet online today. You know, I got big plans. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's such a rush to be like. I need to buy this. I have to buy this thing. I'm I have so excited. To. You know, it's like whenever someone is asking me, like even my mom recently on the phone with me was like oh you're so like happy with like such small things all of a sudden mm. i'm like i'm so excited to get a wallet bitches That's <laughs> no that like is life after the year the years we've had it's like <laughs> just savor whatever tiny thing brings you joy for one second exactly i'm gonna get a, like an expensive nice wallet i've been saving for i love it i love what you were saying about just like so many things that used to bother you or hold you back just seem irrelevant i feel mm-hmm. the same way yeah yeah i think i feel that, that i yeah, Sorry. To quote Sheryl Crow, to quote Sheryl Crow in the sacred space, um, all I want to do is have some fun, and I've got a feeling <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> you are not the only one. Um, thank you so much for joining our pod. We have one more question before we go. Um, and be completely honest, are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you, and I oh, love thank God. I would never be mad at. You. Oh, thank you. I think you Pat, mad. are you mad at me? I'm not mad at you at all. Are you mad at me because I was a bit late to the sash? No, because I actually needed to talk to Allison for a few minutes. Okay, so cool. And Artie, uh-huh. you're not mad at me. Absolutely not, no. I could never be mad at you. I, I love know. you. I, I really have I so, so much love for you, Artie, and I'm so glad that you came on the pod. I'm so glad you guys me had too. me. Me too. Thank you so much for doing it. And it's yeah. nice um, 
yeah, I feel like you've been in my life for so many years now and I love watching all the amazing things you do. I love watching you guys do all the amazing things. So fun. Hell yeah. More to come. All we want to do is have some fun. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. Okay, thank you so much, Grace. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See, treatment. If you're boring, it's